What's up, everybody? Welcome to the newest episode of the By the Hood podcast, you know, or webcast, because I don't know how you're consuming this content. But you know what we do here? We highlight our people, people out there that are making a difference in the community or people in business that are doing amazing things. I got my brother Corey in the building. Corey, what's going on, good brother? What's going on, Jim? What's going on, Lance? What's happening? Yeah, I mean, Corey's all excited. He didn't even give me a chance to introduce our guest tonight. <laughs> but our guest, uh, Delancia Blanchard uh, Hamilton, is in the building. And um, just to give you a little bit of background about her, uh, she's the founder of BH Capital, um, which is doing amazing things in uh, the trading and investing market. By the way, before we even start, I want to say this first and foremost. Um, we are not giving investment advice, and I will put the disclaimer out there. I don't want, I don't want anybody like you know running crazy trying to do what they do. No, that's not what we're doing here. We're just, right. we're just here to talk about what what, uh, what Lance has uh, going on in the community and what she's building with her organization because um she's doing great work out there that we see online. Um, Corey can't say enough great things about her. Before we get started, Lance, I just want to tell you some of the things Corey said because um <laughs> trying to, try to learn from you because. You know, he's he's an educator. His background oh, is yeah. education. So he told oh, me, yeah. like, he was like, listen, we got to get Lance on. He said, because the one thing about her is she teaches in a way that I understand. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he always talks about how great of a teacher you are. But, um, you know, so BH, BH Capital uh, Enterprises is your organization. And I was on your website, actually. And it says, uh, translating market information into profitable opportunity. So you, you're actually looking at the market, um, and we're talking about the stock market for those who haven't you know, been able to catch up yet. Um, and you, you are a trader as well as an investor, but you specialize in a couple things I saw, which are options mm -hmm. as well as the cannabis industry. Right. So we have people um, listening who are all kinds of investors from real estate, stocks, uh, people who put money in e-commerce. When you started to get into the stock market, what drew you to those two things specifically, like options and in the cannabis industry? Well, um, I started, I probably bought my first stock um, maybe 10 years ago, and it was, lo and behold, it was cannabis stock. Um, and even back then, although I didn't have the knowledge that I have now, I still, you know, kind of had the foresight that, you know, cannabis was going to be a thing. Um, the only thing was that I didn't know how to choose a good company. I, I just, I was like, let me just buy something just to say I have some cannabis stock, you know. Um, but after losing money, um, then, you know, I, I decided, you know, to kind of hang my coat up until I get, you know, the knowledge that I needed to, to get where I wanted to go. Um, so, you know, fast forward years later, I come across the Abacus group, joined that, um, started learning about the markets um, and um, just kind of like a random conversation with my daddy. Um, he was just talking about cannabis stock. Okay. Um, and so in my mind, I was like, okay, I don't want my daddy out there just buying all kinds of crazy stuff. So let me go research these stock that he talked about. You know, since, since now I know how to read fundamentals and, and financial statements and stuff like that. So, it, I mean, once I started doing that, I just kept going and kept going and kept going. And when I started posting about it on Facebook, I honestly wasn't doing it to recruit or get anybody's interest in the way of I was planning to teach. Mm -hmm. You know, I was just sharing information like, hey, y'all, y'all need to get on this stuff. Um, 
So then a brother down in Georgia approached me about doing a webinar on cannabis. And, you know, it was all she wrote after that. Um, and then as far as technical analysis, um, when I got into options some years later, uh, I found that for me personally, I felt like I was missing something. Um, and me having sort of like a scientific mind, that's my background in science, um, I wanted to know what those charts were saying. I knew that they said something, I just didn't know what. So I spent like probably about a year um, just low-key studying charts, you know, self-taught, just scouring the internet. Um, and then I started trying to apply that information and that's where my technical analysis workshops came from. A couple things about that. So <clears throat> I think a lot of times people get intimidated by charts and things of that nature. People. Mm -hmm. Have no say. They look at the charts and they just like back away. Like I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about your background, though. Um, where are you from? Um, schooling and, and all that kind of stuff. Where are you from, and uh, how far did you uh, go in school? <clears throat> um, I am from a little town uh, in North Carolina called Lexington. Um, a lot of people don't realize they've been through Lexington. Uh, Corey, I know you've been through Lexington, traveling down south to see your family, going down 85 South. Um, you can't hit 85 South without going, you know, through my hometown, but it's really like a snap of a finger. You're in there and you're out. Um, we are the self-proclaimed barbecue capital. Uh, <laughs> so next time y'all sliding through, if you, if you, uh, if you consume pork, definitely stop somewhere and get you a chopped sandwich. Um, uh, what's so special about our chopped sandwiches is that we have barbecue slaw. Um, we don't do the regular coleslaw. Our slaw is red and a little more watery. But let, don't let me get on that. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Barbecue I'm, slaw. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar with that body of work. <laughs> it's excellent. <laughs> but um, but yeah. Uh, so I'm from Lexington, North Carolina. Uh, born and raised. Went to school out in Greenville, North Carolina, East, Uni uh, East Carolina University, um, bachelor's in biology. So, so, yeah. you really, so you really do have a scientific background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. The, the plan was to be a doctor, but, you know, once I got in school, I was like, nah, I can't do this for too much longer. Let me just, let me just finish this undergrad and get on out. Uh, Understood. So, 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 so with your, your educational background, um, how how does it how does it translate into what you do in the uh, the, the the options and the uh, marijuana field? Um, with options, of course, uh, another piece to my background is medicine. Um, so I work in healthcare. Um, so of course, with cannabis being um, having medical benefits as well as, you know, the, the recreational stuff. Naturally, I'm drawn to that because I'm into holistic medicine and stuff like that as well. Um, when it comes to trading options, just I enjoy um, coming up with theories and scenarios based on what I see in the charts and hypotheses and, you know, all that stuff and just seeing how it plays out. It's, it's really like sitting in a chemistry lab, uh, just testing different chemicals and see, seeing what works and, and whether you are right. It's, it's real, it's fun to me, you know? It's a, it's a science, basically. Yeah, it's um, a science. But I have a question though. So, so I can see where your background um, in college kind of like plays a part in what you do now. 
So what is your opinion of, uh, and we ask this of most of our guests because it's a hot button issue right now in terms of the student loan, de student loan debt crisis and uh, about college. So if you, had, if you had a young one you had to advise coming up, would you send them to school with uh, you know, student loans these days or what would be your advice? Man, I would say financial literacy, you know, like my little cousins, they, they, you know, they're sophomores and stuff in high school. And, you know, I try to pass that message to them now because I, I didn't have that guidance when I went through. So I'm in student, you know, student loan debt is crazy. Yeah. Um, financial literacy, man, and, and uh, knowing about money going in, because I can remember being in college and getting you know, those pre-approved letters from credit card companies and stuff like that. It's like they be out on the hunt. Listen, but man. yeah, I, I didn't get caught up in that, thankfully. But, you know, with the student loan debt, if I could go back and if I had the knowledge that I have now, I probably wouldn't have taken out not one loan and probably would have tried to, you know, hustle it out in the markets to, to supplement. Same you know? It's about being strategic in terms of paying for it. Like, Right. I remember being at Lincoln University and getting 10 grand from like Discover and I didn't even have a job at the time. Right. And I took all 10 grand and I didn't know what I was doing, but I was killing them at homecoming, though, I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> 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 all right. So, um, you know, technical analysis is, is your forte. Also, uh, you know, uh, the cannabis. Mm -hmm. um, so you're, 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 uh, the greenhouse is what you call uh, your, your course in, in terms of cannabis. But um. Mm -hmm. If you have, we have someone out there that's a beginner who's trying to get into the markets, right? Mm -hmm. What would be your advice to someone? And they, and they just come to you and say, listen, I just want to, I want to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. uh, and most people like want to jump right into options. They want to jump right into yep. the, the more difficult things. What would be your advice to them? Um, so most of the time I try to, you know, steer them toward the Abacus and getting that foundational knowledge first. But every once in a while, just to teach somebody a lesson, I'll let them into the greenhouse and they'll be in there like looking like a deer with their heads cut off. And they'll be like, I don't know what's going on in here. Like, I don't understand the conversations y'all having. I, you know, I need some help. So then I'm able to say, OK, you see what I mean with learning the foundational knowledge first. And then this stuff will make perfect sense to you, mm -hmm. you know, so. Yeah, I, I actually had a few people uh, that that happened with, and they ended up going on and joining the Abacus. And, yeah. yeah. And shout out to the brother James, too, because uh, we've had him on the show before, the founder mm -hmm. of the Abacus. For those who maybe just listened to this episode, go back and check out the key. was on episode two, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and he has an organization which is dedicated to teaching um, nothing but brothers and sisters. And y'all know what that means. Y'all catch what I'm saying um, mm -hmm. about the market. So. Um, and you're a student of that and you're, you're taking that and you've ran with it. Um, so in terms of options, right, what are mm -hmm. your favorite types of options? Are you calls, puts, what, what, what's your thing? Or do you just mix it up? It, it, you know, calls and puts don't matter to me. I like um, high risk, high volatility type options. Like I don't, I don't trade, I don't mess with like Verizon and AT&T and stuff like that. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I strictly trade when it comes to options. I'm looking at Amazon's, uh, S&P 500, Tesla, Netflix, stuff that just be moving all crazy. That's the stuff that I enjoy. Okay. Okay. So you look for volatility is your thing. She got the deer mm -hmm. double in her. <laughs> <laughs> All 
So let me ask you a question, because one thing Corey always talks about is how good of a teacher you are. So you've taken the knowledge, you've, you've, you, um, you're a practitioner who practices for yourself, but you've also created a business where you teach and you give back by teaching people your systems and uh, everything that you got going on. Where did you get that mm-hmm. skill set as a teacher? Because like I said, Corey brags about your ability to teach. Where'd you get that from? Uh, it probably comes from my daddy, to be honest. Um, my daddy is that guy that no matter the family function, he's going to get up and say a speech and he's going to teach you something. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he's, he's that guy uh, uh, on Christmas, Christmas Eve, we have a big family gathering at his mom's house, my grandma's house, and he gives out money. He does like a trivia thing and does it for money. Um, and I do stuff like that, you know, uh, here and there on Facebook. And I go home and do that to my cousins because, I mean, of course, money gets their attention. I'm like, all right, who gonna, who want to get $20 right now? And they already know that I'm not just going to hand it over. It, it comes with some strings. Um, so I would say it comes mostly from, from my daddy, um, a little bit from my mom. But yeah, mostly for my daddy. Gotcha. And then my aunt, his, his sister is also a teacher. And she, I guess she saw something in me because she tried to get me to apply for um, teaching jobs at high schools in, in like Guilford County and stuff like that. But I don't want to, I didn't want to be kind of limited um, in terms of, you know, what I would teach. Cause I would, I'd probably be in there teaching financial literacy in the science class. <laughs> 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 when you get in all kinds of trouble, so yeah, when, yeah. That's where it comes from. When you first learned about how money works, uh, how capitalism works, and, and and how the stock market works, like, how did you feel? Like, did you have that that epiphany? Like everyone has, like, oh my god, like you, it's like the Matrix almost, where you you realize everything that's going on around, and you look at the world different, right? Um, yeah. I always tell my wife that, like, from someone who's been in the real estate so long. Riding down a, a block to me is different than an average person. Like I don't mm-hmm. see homes, I see opportunity. Like in, right. in rents, as I'm riding down a block, all I see is rents, opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and the same thing. Like you know, when you when you go into a store now, it's different when you're actually picking up products when you're using products because you know what's behind them. Yep. You had that moment as well. Exactly. And I was actually going to say, I felt like Neo in the Matrix when he came up out of that water, like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, like it's crazy. Sorry, I cussed, but. No, it's all good. No, it's all good. good. <laughs> but, but, but it's like, you know, your whole life, you say, damn, this has been going like in front of me my whole life and I have no clue. My whole life. Yeah. I think I went through like the five stages of grief where I was like, <laughs> I was hella angry for a little bit. Um, and then I got to a point where I was like, all right, okay, okay, cool. Let me, let me stick and move and get in here and do what I got to do. So like we said, so you're an investor and you've built a business around the education of investing. In terms of um, marketing your business, what do you find? Because I know you're on all the social media platforms. What do you get the best results from? Definitely Facebook. And it's probably, I know a part of it is that's where I'm most comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I am, I, I will admit that Instagram is very intimidating to me. Um, I, I still try, but yeah, definitely the majority of my engagement, um, my money comes from Facebook. Okay. That's- what, what tools? What tools do you use to market your uh, your brand? Uh, or are you just doing it from the hip? Well. I started off doing it from the hip and then I got with um, David Williams 
Um, I took one of his um, courses on marketing and that's when stuff like really, really, really started to click. And, you know, he said, I just remember having one of our final conversations during the, the course. He was like, I really feel like you can grow your business organically um, and, you know, not having to do a lot of paid advertising. Um, because I tried, I tried the paid advertising thing and that's just boosting Facebook's earnings and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so I, I gave it a go with the organic thing and, you know, it's, it's been, it's been cool. Yeah, it's been cool. So the, those were, uh, hashtag laws of the game, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for those who don't know that, that's, that's the hashtag that David uses. He's a marketing, uh, guru. And we got to get him on the show too, because his thing is all about marketing. So oh yeah, he looked at what you did and said, basically, you can build it organically. Right. Okay. Go ahead, Corey. I know you about to, about to ask a question. Um, did you um, how how intimidating did you find the markets when you first got in? Like, what what was your um initial reaction to be you know even after you had the knowledge to being in the markets and and uh doing doing things with your money in the market. Man, it was it was kind of exciting and scary at the same time because it was like, okay, I know a little bit now, but still, you know, I've never really, really done this before. I've dipped my toes in the water, but I ain't went in head first. Um, and of course, there's always the uh, you got naysayers. You know, when 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 people first find out that you're learning about the markets, you know, they had their opinions and stuff like that. Um, so that kind of, you know, just a little bit might feed into your self-doubt just, just a bit. Um, but in all, it was exciting because for me, it was like, this is what I've been waiting on for, for years. I just didn't know when it was coming, where it was coming from, but I knew it was coming. And when it came, I was ready for it. So uh, when it was time to go, you know, it was time to go. Um and really, the whole mental part of it is something that yeah, I don't even know. You, yeah, I don't even know that you completely conquer it, and you never have to deal with it again. It's like a daily type of war that you have to go to every day uh, that you're stepping into the market. So it's just like who gonna win the battle today? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the competition, you like yeah. the you like the competitive aspect of it. Mm -hmm. so, you know, the investor's mindset. Every investor has a different mindset. And so right. When you, you like the competitive aspects of it. For, for, right. our safer, for our safer viewers, what would you suggest as a mindset uh, for them? Um, manage that fear. And, and don't get into trying to trade short term. Um, when you buy something, hold that and be confident in that decision. Um, especially, and I know um, you guys have talked about this before, you know, if you're buying, if you're buying stock in companies uh, like the toilet paper that you buy every week, you know, the groceries that you buy, the stores that you go to, then common, you know, common sense, you know, if you're paying attention, you know, I'm not the only one going to Exxon Mobil for gas. I'm not the only one that's, that's eating M&Ms and you know, so you know that these are things that millions and millions of people around the world are using on a day-to-day -day basis. So it's got some long-term um, implications for your portfolio. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would tell people don't don't try to get into trading. 
just just buy it and hold it. Okay. You know, what's interesting about that is like, I'm amazed at times at like how the hood has knowledge that the hood doesn't recognize is that it has. Man. We're, we're, we're on the brands and trends like before anybody. Right. You know, to the, by the time I see it on the news, I'm like, are we off that already? Like, a lot of these companies, you know, um, we build up to be huge companies. Um, Absolutely. But most of the time we don't benefit from that. Nope. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, that, and that's where like someone like yourself who's doing the, uh, the teaching part of it comes into play to teach people how to take advantage of a lot of times information they already have. It's not that hard. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you see as the future of your business? Where do you, where are you trying to take it to? So you've established yourself as uh, someone who's able to make money trading for yourself. And now as an educator, what is the future of your business? Uh, I, I want to do it full time, honestly, just teaching people. Uh, I, I enjoy doing the, the tailored approach to teaching. Um, I enjoy, you know, the group setting. I got my first, I think this is my first group setting coming up this weekend. Uh, most, most of my teaching is one-on-one. So okay. I'm stepping out of my comfort zone a little bit. Um, but I know that that's what I need to do in order to get where I'm trying to go. Um, but definitely, I definitely see myself teaching full-time. Okay. Um, collaborating with, 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 you know, brothers like yourselves on all kinds of stuff all over the world, all over the United States. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where I see it going. Okay, cool, cool. Now, um, we always ask all our guests this. Give us a couple of books that you would recommend to our, uh, our listeners and, or maybe a book that inspired you that you took a lot from. Outside, outside of our book, by the way. <laughs> right, because that's that <laughs> crazy right there. Um, let me, I'm looking at my little, my books on my shelf over here. Um, See, got the library like everybody else. <laughs> got that library. Uh, let me see. Honestly, one of the most, if I had to pick two, um, I would say probably Black Boy by Richard Wright or Native Son, either one of those two. Okay. Um, Classic. And then, and then uh, the Bhagavad Gita, those. Okay. Yeah, you, you just hit me to something. What is that? What's the Bhagavad Gita? What's that? So the Bhagavad Gita is um, um, the Hindu, the Hindu Bible, basically. And me being uh, a writer, a creative writer at that, it's it's like one long poem. Okay. Um, so it's 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 like beautifully written, um, and just one of the most profound things I've ever read. Um, so yeah, that's probably those books. Okay, dope. That's, yeah, that's, that's super dope. Yeah, yeah. No one ever mentioned those before, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that's what's up. That's what's up. Originality is a must. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we get out of here, though, any last questions that you got, Core? Yeah. Uh, when you when you're uh thinking about investing um in people, what are you looking for uh when you're looking to invest in people? People, you mean businesses or? I'm talking what? about, yeah, like what are the characteristics, the traits that you look for? Like, because I know you know what to look for in businesses. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking Are you about, talking about like a student? Like if she wants to take yeah, someone on yeah. as a student? If you're teaching somebody, like what's your, what's your uh, ideal student look like? Oh, okay. Okay, I got you. Um, integrity, that's a big thing. 
Um, I like to see that hunger, um, kind of like the hunger that I had, but not not too overzealous. But you know, you 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 ain't got to do too much to let me know that hey, I, this is something that I really want. Um, confidence. Um, definitely got to love our people for sure. Otherwise, I don't, I don't want nothing to do with you. Um, and love for yourself, really, because I'm. I know if you love you, you gonna love me too. So yeah. we can do beautiful things together as long as we got that. So. Okay. And one last question I just thought of based upon that response, right? So, you talked about um your technical analysis, and I know that's deep. It's a lot that goes into that. But you talk also about reading financial statements. Mm -hmm. What would be? And I know you know I know I know you charge millions of dollars for this, but what would be? <laughs> What would be the first thing that someone should learn if they're trying to figure out um, how to make things slow down and look at the market? Would you say a financial statement is the first thing they should start practicing to read or a 10K? What would be the first thing that you think that, that, that they should read or try to you know, comprehend um, if it's someone just starting out? Uh, learn the terminology first. Okay. Otherwise, it's going to be like you reading Braille or something. You, you got to learn the language. Yeah, yeah. You know the language, then nothing it ain't going to make sense. Sense. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so the first thing you will recommend someone fresh off the street is say, I want to learn uh, about the markets. The first thing you say is to learn the vocabulary. Yep, learn the vocabulary and then start with fundamental analysis. Once you feel comfortable with that, then you can move to technical. Uh, because technical, while both are they can be mutually exclusive um it can only make you a stronger trader if you have both of those okay good game all right so for those listening you heard it you heard it from the master right um get that vocabulary up so a lot of times people say well i don't have money to start which is bs you can start with a little bit of money but even before you put your money up start working on the vocab so that's that's some good yep. game right there for the people listening work on your vocabulary all right. So listen, um, Lance, I, I definitely just want to thank you. I want to wish you well and continue success in building your brand and your business. Um, I love what you're doing. Um, so I learned a lot this episode uh, and I know that you've inspired some people and also you've given a lot of game and some, and some, some new books <laughs> for, right. for, for people to check out. So I just want to say thank you. And um, you know, how could, uh, wh what's the best way for people to get in touch with you after they listen to this? Uh, just hit me up on Facebook. Uh, you can go to my business page, BH Capital Enterprises LLC, or you can find me Delancia Blanchard um, Hamilton um, on Facebook. Shoot me an inbox. I'm pretty. I'm pretty responsive. I will say that in my personal development self these days, I try not to be on social media after ten o'clock. So. <laughs> That's a, that's, that's a good one though. No, that's a good one though. Put a time limit. I gotta start doing that. Like at certain time, just like log off. That's a, cut it off, man. Cut it off. Good that's a good one. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta stay out. Uh, anyway. It's like the, nothing good happens at the midnight. That's like the Herb Edwards joke. I definitely will put your website in and in your links within the bio on um, the podcast as well as the webcast. But uh, again, thank you so much. Um, and for the people out there listening, please share this content because we want to make sure we get these stories out there. It's all positive brothers and sisters doing great things. Hit the like button, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast platform. Give us five, do all the good stuff. Cause all we're trying to do is put this positivity out there. Um, thanks again, Lance. And as we always tell people, it's not about how much money you make. It's about how much you keep game elevates and listen, we love you. Peace. <laughs>